Hello everyone and welcome to a new episode of Dubai Stars. Today we have an amazing star, someone very dear, very good friend and we made tons of deals together. I'm sorry we only have one hour so I cannot list the deals, it's gonna take us maybe three months. We have the star Jason Sanyal and in case you haven't heard of Jason, maybe because you're not active in the market or not active in social media or maybe simply you're living under a rock. But you have no worries, today we're gonna meet this person, he will tell us about his experience and how he made it all. Hello Jason, thank you for coming. Welcome, welcome very much. And uh, uh, you know, it's been, when we talk, I think it's been, it's welcoming because I see things which are, you know, we're doing. So I'm happy, I'm here. Great, great stuff. So Jason is uh, born and raised in India and by the age of 16, 17, yeah. you yeah. moved to Dubai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me about that. Yes, How was yes, it? Yes, well, uh, well, it's, it's a, you know, it's a, I always say it's a very nostalgic. I go back. So, yeah, I was born in India. There's a place called Calcutta. So, I was born there. Uh, I did my schooling from there. Uh, and then my family kind of moved to Delhi. There's another place in India called Move to Delhi. Uh, so, I did a little bit of higher study there. And then, there was a time, I think um, early 2000, my family kind of moved to Dubai and moved all the way here. Very different, you know, times. How did you feel about the move where you were sad, you're leaving your home country, your friends, or you were excited for a new experience? No, all I know that point of time I still remember because, so I come from a very, uh, how you call it, I come from a very middle class family. So we were into, but my family has been very uh, educational, you know, side of it because my mom was a professor. You have business. to be a doctor. Oh, yes, yes, I have to be because there was a time in my life, do I be a doctor, do I be an engineer? It was like this. Yeah. And my family was always like this, that listen, you got to study. And the, I always say that, you know, I was born in the late 80s. That time in India, you have the study and you have the cricket. These are the two things mm -hmm. which you work on it. It was not that smooth how we moved here and how we actually moved from within India from one place to another place because mom was a professor. Dad, we had different kind of business, so it was transitional. But I think Dubai happened in a very different way. You know, uh, I always say that back in 2000, you know, those years, Dubai was very different than what we see here. We moved here. Uh, they had a little bit of late retirement kind of stuff, and then I was in the middle of that. Listen, I did the study, and now where we, where we go? What we see Dubai now it was not like that 20 years back. You know, education and stuff wise. So. Uh, it was it was uh, it was new. It was exciting. I had a lot of friends that point of time, you know, uh, studies and stuff. And then we started uh, studying together. I did uh, MBA from you know here. So it was uh, different times. Uh, you know, I cannot now. I cannot really relate twenty years before of them here. You know, I had limited people, limited opportunity. No now, resources. No resources. Driving for half, uh, you know, one hour, you get to see only five, six buildings. This was reality. Now we have so many things, so many things are which is active. You know, it comes on your plate. You do that, you do that. So now that that time was very different, bro. Very, very different, right? But you know, uh, my family. The good part of that, they never kind of, uh, you know, you have families, and especially the, the Asian side of it. You have very, very, uh, I won't say static, but you know, very focused. You know, you've got to do this, you cannot do this. My family was not like this. You had the support of. I had the support and I had the flexibility, I always say, you know. Mm -hmm. um, you know, my academic career has been up and down, you know. So, like you say, at one point of time, I was supposed to be a doctor and engineer because I had like 90% scores, you know. Then I ended up in a very different format, you know, all the way. I had three months. I remember, you know, post-graduation, before deciding MBA, three months I decided that, listen, now I want to do something to do with the fashion. Uh -huh. So I went three months fashion. My fa tough times, but, you know, uh, different. But then, you know, we ended up, you know, things, I always say, in time, things fall into pieces and then you kind of connect it. All so right. you finish your school, you finish university, you got your degree, you were lost in life, what's next? Which is the most important phase in any human. Yeah. Guide yeah. me from there. How did you end up to join real estate? Why was it real estate? What influenced you or how did you get in the path of real estate? 
Well, you know, real estate didn't happen to me like like how now real estate happens to people. Mm -hmm. Like you come and you want to work in real estate. I remember that after my graduation, so yeah, there was a phase where I'm thinking what to do. Uh, do I, higher study is different, you know. Uh, do I do MBA and stuff, that's a different story. But I remember at that point of time, Dubai had, way back, way back, Dubai started having some call centers for, for the banks. Mm -hmm. And uh, I need to make money for me to move around, right? So I remember there was a phase, so I ended up, I started from there, I remember all the way back, uh, not even for a bank. You know, these are like kind of outsourced companies, you know. You go, you work for the bank, but not for the bank. So I started from there. And there was a phase where I was going back and forth. Do I continue from there getting to the bank? And that's where, that's how it happened to me, by the way. And then I started the you know doing as backup for uh, for the MBA. But let's stop on that job specifically because everyone listening to us and whoever doesn't know that this is one of the most annoying jobs in the world. You're calling a total stranger yeah, yeah. that you have to pitch him in 10 seconds. Either yeah. you grab the attention or he's hacking up the phone yeah. in your face. Yeah. And every hang up or every uh, cussing word you will be hearing or anything, you do, you cannot be emotional. You have to hang up, dial again, dial again, dial again yeah. until you reach maybe four or five successful phone calls. Yeah. So yeah. it's a very tough job. No, you know, but Anthony, I always say that this, that job, and that's not one job. I did it like two months, one month, two months, mm -hmm. one month like that. Taught you a lot. And it, to me, it taught me a lot. Um, something which we call, when we're calling the client side now. Because those times, you remember, you're calling random people, people keeping up the phone, and I'm talking banking. Banking is, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a different level of, uh, you know, what you hear mm -hmm. on the other side of the phone call. But that, that, the reason I said that taught you a lot because you, uh, you know uh, you get to speak with different people at the same you know at every five seconds you're calling different people you get to know their different stories and then slowly slowly you understand that the importance of your 10 seconds and that's the reality you know you, that call was not that you call to someone and you talk for half an hour no so slowly slowly that 10 seconds is become your most productive 10 seconds yeah, you get to know now after calls and calls what I'm going to say that 10 seconds now and then I think what the beauty of Dubai which I always say that we are in such a city where every day we are meeting different nationalities you know so how I call you how you will react how I call a British guy how I call an Indian guy how I call different different people they react differently but this is the learning which you get so you get to adapt to the situation and you learn a lot that's one of the job I was at my, you know, you know, out of the college, you know, that, that phase, it was different, but the learning and intake was insane level. You can uh, say it was the first step of you building your character towards a career. Yeah. At least you know how to approach someone, what's the perfect timing for them, you know, like we have different uh, religions in here. There's the prayer big, time, that big time, not at all there is the rituals, there is the vacation, everyone has yeah, a different vacation, you know, this day is forbidden to call them. Yeah. So this will yeah. get you at least to say how to approach a human being, especially you're doing over a call, there yeah. is nobody language in here, there yeah. is nothing in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So jumping from this job, what was the next one? So jumping from this job was, I remember that uh, it was same call center based. The call centers was remember I remember in Dubai Media City. So Media City, there was another call center came up which was selling mobile phones to UK. Mm -hmm. um, and you know when you work on the same area, you start meeting different people. And then I kind of um, you know started talking to different people. I came across with someone says that oh you know what that was the first time in 2002 I think Dubai was um, having a a massive UK telecom brand, call centers here. A similar job, just you talk now uh, people from you know different countries all over the world. So it's a pretty much same shift, but uh, it was under one company which was a you know pretty much big company in UK. So I started doing that uh, same selling phone, uh, more difficult by the way than uh, say calling somebody for a credit cards. But then I took that learning from there and I went to that company. The good thing happened, that company, I think probably I worked for three months. 
that company only started the real estate. That's the whole, you know, it's kind of, it, I don't know how it happened that's to me. That's the, that's yeah, that's I, yeah, 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 it was destiny, I felt, because uh, is the company started another debenture which is on development and real estate, but they were selling property in UK, not in Dubai. And I was two, three months working as if like for their different business. Mm -hmm. And then they said, oh, you know what? Maybe you come and try the real estate. Uh, what do you, what, what's real estate? Like, how, how does it work? Because now I'm selling uh, 20 pounds, you know, phone. And now you're talking, you know, you're, you're talking about selling like millions of pounds on the phone, on the phone. How does it work? But then again, I think I said to you, you know, it's all kind of mixed, the learning. Then I went uh, uh, to that company is the same, just, you know, seat change. And I love that job probably uh, on that span of time, probably the, probably the most, because mm -hmm. everything was new, right? I was doing my MBA on the backside, and it was something little directed, connected to the finance and a little more serious business, you know? But there was a, there was a very um, awkward time where you get into the phone and trying to sell somebody a million dollar asset. It was very different. I'm talking about it's easy for me now, but I'm talking back in those days, back right? In those days, there was no Google Earth. Nothing. There, maybe there was not even no brochures. No brochures. No. Like proposing yes. an idea. Yeah. Not knowing and if he's an somebody. investor or an end user of, or at least if he's looking for, yeah, for yeah, a yeah. property. It's a random phone call. I said mm -hmm. to you, sit on the same laptop. Where are you calling to sell somebody phone? Now you're calling to sell somebody a property. That property doesn't belong to that country. And that guy just wants to listen to you. Imagine, it's like, I said to you, it's, but I think the beauty of that job and the reason I like that job because the challenge was so much. Because, you know, you go from here to all the way there and then you start seeing a transactions, you know, which is happening. And obviously over the years, you learn a lot of things. That was one of the job which I somehow, I won't, I still don't say that I learned the real estate of that, you know, working on that company, but I learned the test of it, you know, that there is, uh, an option where you can sell somebody on the phone a million dollar asset. This was insane for yeah, me when I started. But I enjoyed that job uh, and uh, there was a lot of take out of that job, you know, uh, norms and you know, how does the transactions happen and stuff. Uh, so yeah, that was a phase, very interesting and I am very close, you know, to my life, that phase because that was the time where it was a very different Dubai than what it is. It was a very different London what it is right now. And it was a it was a prior Dubai was inviting people that come and explore the city and the you know uh, to the world. So for you to be on that spot and getting into that whole momentum it was very different. Not easy at all. I said to you, you know, think about when we tried to do something twenty years back, it was very difficult. But we took a lot of learning out of that job. So, yes. Before yeah. jumping to something else, uh, Jason, my main uh, purpose of this podcast is just to influence people that anyone, no matter where they come from, no matter about their background, they can do it, okay, just by having the mindset yeah. and the pursue and the pushing. So yeah. before jumping to a different uh, step in your life, I want to just stay on this one. Tell me about the hassles, tell me about the hard days, tell me when there was that voice in your brain telling you, leave, yeah. come on, yeah. it's not happening, you're wasting your time, yeah. look at this, look at that, go take a safe job with 10,000 dirhams yes. or whatever. Yes. Yes. Tell me about those days, how you were battling it, what made you keep pushing, what was the goal, yeah. what did you want to do, was, tell me about yeah. it. No, you see, uh, like, uh, how we always say that, uh, the, the, you know the, the the struggle of the hustle it's a it's a part of every day this is what I at least for my you know for my life I've realized that there was nothing like there is a phase which you had a lot of struggle and then you ended up somewhere because don't forget you still ended up somewhere what people don't understand that you had a different level of struggle going on or different level of hustling going on but yes when you start a career you know and on your own you know early days when you didn't have experience you know when you don't know people when you don't know what you do right you're just starting the hustle is different the struggle is different like you said that I remember there was a lot of lot of moments 
I mean, imagine you're on a phone call, 400 phone calls in a day. And imagine what you're hearing to the other side, right? Not always the pleasant. In fact, most of the time, the non-pleasant stuff. So now you want to do day in, day out. So the frustration which you go through, it's a different level, by the way, right? But I think, uh, you know, it's it's always a passion which which you really, really do. Should you have that? I always say that this is the, this is the exit point, you know? Uh, the passion and the honesty. You know? So we can say when you jumped into real estate, you found your passion. Yeah. And you were like, I love this yeah. and I'm gonna make it no matter what. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's, that, that was a true call, okay. I said to you. From that, when I, you know, when I moved from selling a mobile phone to selling a property, I think the initial, I don't know, two, three months, I said to you, it just, it just, I had connections, you know, I just, my brain started functioning that I connecting the dots. And that passion, I think I have over the years, I have only grown that passion of, of the real estate, you know. This is now, you know, it's, they call it like, it's, it's become my, like it's everything now. I cannot think about, you know, thinking something or even if I'm talking about something, here comes the real estate. So that's what it was the oxygen. Yes, it's like an oxygen. You cannot think or breathe or do something without that real estate. Of course, uh, I think we are all blessed that we are in the city where this is something which is, you know, people love it and it's a very dynamic field. But yes, I think I said to you that the, the passion and the honesty to yourself and to the job, to your goals, what you want to do, how you want to do, if you, if you keep the balance, yes, there is a lot of negative things which will continuously coming in your life every day no matter who you are but if you keep your basics right i think you know you will overcome it or it will help you to overcome having said so there was days where i said oh you know what i'm not doing it coming home the best side, job yes and then your mother looking at you is like yes. i told you be a doctor yes i told you do yes yes. yes we had this conversation yeah. in the family uh, like even five years back that you know like this like that like that because don't forget that the the, the, the hustle of a realtor, you know, a real estate is very different, man. You don't have the time frame. You don't have, uh, you know, I had not few. I had many and many and many sleepless nights for the deal, for the things. But this is happens. This is happens to you. This happens to all of us. Especially when you're very passionate and you know what you're doing it. So yeah, there was. I this. always match our profession, by the way, to doctors. I say we are the we are we are the emergency doctors. Yes, like, this is how it is. You have to pick up your phone. We're yeah. selling locally. We're selling internationally. Yeah. Sometimes we're even selling to the states. There's twelve hours difference. Yes. Yes. His afternoon is yes. my a.m. Yes. But I have to answer yes. the phone yes. because if I will lose him, there is one thousand or five thousand agents yeah. happily doing it. Yes. Yes. We don't have a weekend. Yep. Yeah. We yeah. were chill on Friday, we were like, maybe we don't know. Sometimes I left the beach yes. to take a quick shower for 20 minutes, but and just to just jump on the sales center to finish something. Yeah. Yeah. Even on our vacations, when yeah. we leave the country, yeah. we're still over the phone. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, I think all of us, we were like, come on, we need a break. Yeah. But you cannot, because even if you're on a vacation, physically you're there, yeah. but mentally you're still on the boy. Yeah, it's, 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 it's always like this. I always say that it's the most funny part. And, uh, you know, I travel a lot and stuff, uh, so I will, I can leave everything, but I cannot leave the phone and I cannot leave the iPad. This is always going with me. Mm -hmm. And it can be in the middle of, like you said, when you're traveling somewhere, four hours, five hours, 12 hours, you know, here is the night when I'm sleeping, sleeping in New York, here is the way wakes up. And here comes, uh, you know, our colleagues texting, this is what you need. So this part is... To be a realtor life, I really, really think it's a 24/7. You know, uh, you know, on you, you're, you're, you know what you have. You know when you call me and you call somebody calls. What you need to because you just really need to be on the on the spot on that very point of time. So there is never. There is never like a vacation, vacation, you switch off everything. And you cannot go. delay any task because there is tons of people are just waiting to grab yeah. the opportunity. No, you see, also don't forget that you have, uh, you know, um, I deal with, let's say, for example, different agents. And then it's at the end of the day, it's about providing a service to the, to the client, right? That person, if the person is looking for something, you have to somehow manage to give to that person. 
sometimes it happens in our job by the way it's like uh, there are there are times which is like you really you are very occupied you know you cannot service everyone there was time though I tried to kind of you know move around and you know uh, uh, connect but there was a time but then again at the end of the day the end goal is there is somebody waiting for you to tell mm -hmm. it's same like doctors and same like engineers by the way you know you have to be on that very point provide the you know the solution to that person and that person is looking at you that person knows about you know You're Anthony tell me about this or you the advisor like so whatever I said, you say is that person takes it yeah of course and it's very very important it's almost the important at the same time God forbid if when we are hospitalized, like you don't know, right? The guy comes in, does the stuff, and you're waiting and looking at that guy, what the guy is going to do. Same happens to us all the time. So, yeah, it was, uh, but I think it's, again, you go back to, you know, it's the, how you blend between, if you are, I, I felt it that, if you're really, really passionate, and I see you, you because you're here, and I know, uh, if you're really passionate what you do, bro, I think, the time, because a whole lot of people has a lot of problem with the time that, you know, I want to work on that to that and that to that, bro. This, the time becomes secondary because this is what we do. This is what you do. So it comes from you. So morning 9 o'clock to night 9 o'clock, there is no difference, by the way. You know what I'm trying to say? If somebody calls you at 9 o'clock in the morning and you said, okay, now I started working so I can answer you. And somebody calls you at 9 o'clock, it's all the same, bro. It just becomes all the same. It can be same should you be passionate. If you love what you're doing it, and if you're again, uh, you know, uh, if you're if you're really honest what you are doing, I think this brings you together. At least to me, and I'm sure you share the same feedback, helps you to stay away from uh, a lot of negativity, a lot of setbacks. Because these are also facts. I had a lot of setbacks, you know. Like I said to you, there was times where you say, you know, you know, I cannot do it. I'm better than that. I'm better than that. I can do that. I can do that. I can do that. But then again, you come back to the to the square one. That this is my passion. This is what I wanted to do, right? So maybe a bad day. I have to make a difference. Yes. Was which I call which is like the daily assessment, weekly assessment, monthly assessment, and yearly assessment. Once you once you come in the evening at your home. Still have like at least half an hour yeah. to be functional. You were like, let me write down today what I have done. What was wrong? What could I have done better? Yeah. And then you approach it with something different. Like I still remember when I joined this industry, whoever was calling me, asking me about anything, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I told myself something the same. Don't sell something you don't believe in. Don't sell something, you will not buy it yourself. And don't sell something, you will not sell it to your parents. Treat your clients like yeah. you treat your own parents. Yeah. Tons of times when the client comes like, I wanna buy this, and I said no. Yeah. Even, I sold them something cheaper. Yeah. But they always wonder, it's like, you could have made more money. Yeah. Why you sold me this? Yeah. Because I'm like, listen, in here I would have made a sale and disappeared. Yeah. Yeah. While in here I made you money. Yeah. You brought me your friends. Yeah. You have the trust between us. Yes. For the next time you want to buy it, just call me, say, yeah. I have this money, go buy me something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's about seeing it on the short-term run. It's like, shall I make 10,000, yeah. 20,000? Yeah. Or can I make a portfolio with this person that yeah. can get me 100 million? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. was the, the difference. And of course, we had to go through it all. We had to even know how to evaluate our own time. Not feeling like, yeah, I'm just here, I'm order taker. Tell me, what do you want, sir? Yeah which I never use. Yeah. <laughs> I know that, yeah. yes, and yes. Let me, uh, yes. let me give you your order. Yeah. No, there is value for us. We've been here for, I don't know, myself, I've been here six years, you yeah. maybe have been double yeah. the time, yes, easily. Yes. Yes. We got knowledge, we got stuff that we couldn't learn in university. Yeah. We had to learn it on the streets yes. and implementing it. Yes, yes, absolutely. I think this is, this is something that you said because I had, you know, uh, I had the, the same group of friends pretty much everywhere around the world doctors and engineers and whenever we are you know we, we do zoom calls and we connect where you are in life i'm talking about these are my childhood friends and i always say that the beauty of where we are i'm talking about a real estate job and some of the other jobs are there that this job have no university this job is is you learn like you say you learn everything from the street you know what I mean? Like you go out, you have your meetings with the client, you come to know about a property, you come to know about rebuttals, all these things you're learning as you are doing a job. It's very difficult, you know? 
uh, compared to any other job. Any other job, I call it, there is a school, you know, you get the knowledge, you get the theory and then you want it to practice, you know. In real estate, there is no theory. Yes, you know, you know some floor plans and stuff, that has nothing to do with the part of the sale, by the way. Everything, especially here now in Dubai, you're meeting every day, maybe you meet like different nationalities. You get to know how they think, what house is good, you know, people have different, uh, you know, uh, logics behind buying properties and stuff. So this is a job where you keep learning every single day. And like you said, something which is, you know, um, probably I realized three, four years back, which you pointed out very nicely that sometimes and most of the times you have to do a self-assessment. Uh, it's easy to, 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 to see that when things went wrong, it's easy to not to blame, but to think that maybe the person on the other table did the wrong. It's easy, by the way, it's natural. But then I think I realized over three, four years that, like you said, that you know you want to try, you want to work out something, and it didn't work out. So I think you really need to question it back. That maybe is my approach was right. What I would have been done something different. Maybe that was I very aggressive. Was I very aggressive? I left the opportunity. You need to know, like I, this industry is like tech. Yeah, it's shifting every three yes. months. If yes. you're gonna still be doing. 2020, like what you did 2015, yeah. you're a dinosaur, no, you're no, gone. Yeah. Yeah. There is ultimate stuff yes. that are changing, yeah. you need to change. You need religion. to keep changing, yes, yes, absolutely. No, uh, like you said, you know, I need, since you know me, so that's the reason I'm saying that, you know, it's, uh, how you call it, it's self-assessment, whatever the way you do, daily, weekly, and Monthly I think it just comes, yeah, it comes into you, by the way, it doesn't mean that you have to sit down and table and write it down, it's good. But I think back of your head, you always take it that when things doesn't went right or doesn't went wrong, when things going right, it's easy for us to go to the next one, right? Because, you know, we made a transaction, it's okay. But when things go wrong, it's very important that you kind of introspect, you know, look at yourself, see that what could have been done right, rather than blaming the other person and try to see what else we could have been done. And this helps you. This helps you like, like no tomorrow. This is my business. Three or probably, I don't know, two, two and a half years back, uh, and you know me uh, because I'm very aggressive. Uh, sometimes it doesn't help. Sometimes it helped and it really, really helped. And maybe that's the reason I started believing that, listen, you know what? Uh, like you said, I'm not coming from anywhere. I know the industry. I know the properties. You name me any property anywhere. I know it. Sometimes because we are in a very cosmopolitan city, we have different kind of people, different kind of nationality the thought process is different. Sometimes you say to me that, Jason, I like your tie, it's different than sometimes somebody wants to hear it differently. You know what I mean? So self-assessment is something which is very, uh, very, very powerful tool. And this keep pushing you towards your goal. So you know that this is where I wanted to reach. This is what I want to do. So I'm do doing like, you know, daily task. This change, that change, I took it off, you know. So yeah, it's, uh, it's something you know to, to, to work on, something to look onto, you know, and then then you find yourself, you know, it's it's a system always helps people by the way. This is a fact, you know. And once you get into a region, once you get into a system, then it helps the directions. And I always say that the, the directions gives you more vision, you're more focus. Yes. yes. Gives you like that's yes. it, that's my past, yeah. I have to go. It's yeah. going to be like that, of yeah. course, there's no because straight path. The problem is, and, and this is where it comes up, because again, I always say, always say that we are also in a city. Things happening every single hour, bro. So it's very easy to get distracted. Don't get me wrong, this is a reality, right? So if you're able to keep your direction right, and that's the reason I always say that the, the, the directions is very, very important, more than the, the speed. Speed will come. And then you need to keep doing this small, small assessment here and there. So, you know, you're just like you're driving the car, you're back, you're back. And then you get that, you know, the line and, you know, you, you work on it. And then your frustrations and hustle and your negativity, all these things, you know, you sit back and you laugh. You know that these are the facts, you know, yes, I had that. Yes, I had a moment where, you know, I was going and I know that I like it, but I can't afford it. There was a moment, everybody's life. But then again, when you know that what you're doing, you're doing it right, you're doing it, you know, all the way, you know that you can achieve that. And then the negativity becomes, you know, 
subdued or go down, you know, and then you, you know what you're doing. I will come back on the negativity uh, because I feel this is a very important topic and lots of people lose their way by being surrounded with it. I want to now get back to you when we finished selling properties in the UK. We made some good money. So Jason now is feeling like yes. yeah, I'm doing it. And how was the start of selling in Dubai locally? So how it happened to me? So when I was uh, so yeah, that was the phase when I was actually uh, selling you know different countries. Then I came across with somebody um, uh, you know an idol kind of you know uh, those days. And then I joined uh, uh, Dubai's probably the third most uh, powerful developer. Um, and I worked with them four years. Four years? Four years. Okay, so now you almost have like six ten years? years. Almost like ten years. And it's just real estate? Just real estate. Ten years. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, I, so I started actually working with um, Union Properties, mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, BFC and stuff like that. Uh, back in 2004, 2005, uh, they were pretty much everywhere. Um, and that's the company where I actually learned to buy real estate. Uh, we used to work in a very different format, uh, not uh, you know um, how you normally see now because over the years the market has changed so much, it becomes so fast. Those days Dubai was just opening to the world. You know, you have a plan here, you have a plan here, and a plan here. But that's the company where with some of the people, and I always say the people are very, very important asset in your life because you have to have to either find or come across with the right-minded people. And I was blessed to have that people, but I learned real estate. You know, I sit, I open floor plans, I go to kitchen size, I throw parking strategies, I don't know what not, you know. And it was, as I said, it was a learning curve, again, because you're back selling Dubai. So it was very learning curve. Don't forget that uh, back in the first phase of Dubai, you had different kind of people who came to Dubai as an investors, right? And market was in a very different moment those times, you know? Back then, I, I feel it, right? It was like mainly big Russians, big Iranians, Pakistanis yes. coming yes. in, yes. Indians. Yes, like. so you have the Asia, which is obviously Pakistanis and Indians. You have Iranians and you have Russians. Because as I said to you, Dubai just kind of opened up the first free gold property. Mm -hmm. Now imagine, uh, and I remember I gave this, I tell that to a lot of people that in newspapers, if you open the newspapers, it was just property and property and property and property. I used to that was like, the last portal. Yes, like, that was the, because there was no other portal. Yeah. Right? Newspapers was your portal. And I remember every morning that half an hour we I go through the paper, right? Though I worked for certain developer, but you know I wanted to know because there was so much of action all over Dubai that this happening, that happening. But yeah, that was a very um, for me it was a very learning part of uh, you know of my real estate. I worked with them. Uh, at a different stage, by the way, I worked with them, residential, commercial. Also, I get introduced to the selling office towers. You know, these all things are new, and I said to you, I think, I said to you, every job and every phase, have you always have that struggle. You don't know you can do or not. But uh, if you have the love for your job, or if you have the love what you wanted to do, then you always wanted to learn. You know? What's next? What's next? What's next? What you wanted to do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, because now as we speak and we were, I remember, I still remember that we were making, there was a huge uh, uh, auto mall in, in, in Motor City and I remember that uh, I was part of the, the strategy team and I remember that, that it was, it was in the summer, uh, we used to go and I used to go uh, to the Sheikh Zayed uh, different, uh, you know, car showrooms to do a measurement that how big the car showrooms are because they wanted to put all the car showrooms into one spot. Mm -hmm. And that's how we used to work. That you go and you see, you do a SWOT, that you know, how big is that, how big is that. It was, it was very different because you were working from 8 to 6, after that you're going there, and then you're doing it, then you're coming back home like, I don't know, 11, 12 o'clock, and then morning, 8 o'clock. But you know, you have that, I said to you, if you have the love, then you keep doing it. And you have the face that I'm going to reach somewhere, yes. I'm going to yes. get my goal, but yeah. that's not going to be easy, yeah. because if it was easy, everyone, everyone would have done it. Yes, <laughs> it was never been easy, and it's, 
you know, I always say it shouldn't be easy. It shouldn't be easy because you know it's how you call it. It's the you know it's the pain which you need to feel it. You know, and you feel with the pain. So it doesn't get better. You will not like the sweetness. You will not like the sweetness, right? And and also the the the, the other part of it that when you go through that, then you know you have gone through that. You know what I mean? You you have a stage. You pass through that stage. You didn't jump. So you you know that every single step you know best than anybody else because you know what it is. You know how it was. Not that you you've been you know put into there and there and you don't know the gap. And then like you said, you know the the test. You know when you make a coffee and you drink the coffee. So I make always my coffee, right? So you make a coffee and you do you you know how is the coffee because you made it, right? There is no complaint, nothing. Next time you put a little bit of you know ah, I like the test. You know what I mean? I so, just, Yes. So yeah. So that was... when did Jason decide and said, "I want to become a millionaire. I want to make my mama proud. I'm gonna prove everyone who doubted me at my beginnings that I'm the real deal." When was this stage, which is very important? No, I think it uh, it again it happened to me on the on the first developer I worked, which is the 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 Indian properties. I think there was a, after three, three and a half years back when I started seeing, because that was a momentum of Dubai where market started to become more commercial, right? You know, at one point of time, way back 10 years before, you still sell real estate like some European countries and how they sell, very mm -hmm. uh, scriptive, you know, yeah. you sit down and stuff. But then there was a moment uh, where it flipped. Uh, you, you see a more pressure on transactions, you see people are more uh, dynamic investors you're meeting dynamic so I think that was a hit um, before I actually I think a year year and a half before when I actually joined Imar there was a kick where um, I was doing selling properties selling commercial properties and also leasing retail shops right this is the learning which I had my with Indian properties I kind of tick mark everywhere so I started seeing a whole world you know and as we will say that, you know, you once you see a bigger picture, you get into the picture because you see the ocean is big. Mm -hmm. So I think that was a kick that I decided that uh, I need to uh, get into it a lot more, right? I need to, I need to, um, you know, love this as a part of my, my growth, you know, as I grow every day, right? Not a nine to five job. I think that was a book moment there. And then obviously, as you know, then I moved to Imar. Uh, Imar, I say to you, it's it's like a it's like a huge university, you know, it's an institution. You know, it's like you going to the Howard University, you know. Uh, but then again, having saying so the learning which I had before obviously has helped me. And uh, I remember the days on Imar, uh, you know, um, so I worked with Imar for five, five and a half years. And I think it was a time where these things comes together and then you then you feel yourself a little more that the knowledge comes in and then you push yourself then you push yourself you know again uh, as I always say that in Imar also I had uh, met some very interesting people in and out circles and within the circles and it's very very important actually that uh, you know you you keep digging right people and you keep right people with you and this is what I really really realized because so I want to really be pushing on it like tell me when did you know that surrounding yourself with like-minded people yeah. will elevate you when did you know that uh, the cigarette break yeah. is where most of the negativity are pulled yes when did you know the stuff and how did you keep yourself away from these people yeah. but in a very diplomatic way where you're not causing any hate yeah. between them because they can say this guy is equals of yes. the roof yes. he badly says good morning yeah. look at him yeah. he used to be no one and now he's like so how did you tackle this stuff look it's uh, it's not easy to tackle by the way and realistically you know i always say that you cannot be liked and loved by everyone and it's a fact right you like it or you don't like it of course we don't want it that but uh, you know the negativity or the I call it destructive time right it's it's there it's everywhere it's very easy to get into it I don't smoke so that's a good thing that I never been on the smoke breaks but uh, there were time whereby I think you just need to make sure that there is a purpose 
bigger than you being in a company. And I always say that to everyone, no matter which company you work, how you work. And the purpose, the bigger purpose of you, that you wanted to establish yourself, you wanted to establish the knowledge which you have to share with the people, whatever the way you doing business, right? Um, somebody, a doctor, engineer, however way, because it transmits. And when it transmits, then you make sure that you pull things up together, put into the same path, and you keep doing that. So when you know that's your bigger goal, your bigger goal not that you're in a company, you're working there, and you are that person, and you're that person. No, no, no. That's just cloud. The bigger purpose, until then, I work exactly the same way. My bigger purpose that I wake up when I know I'm a realtor. I know there are people depending on me, there are responsibilities which I have taken. So I need to perform that, not the best way, I need to perform the better way than I performed yesterday. And there is always a learning, that's the reality I said to you. Now, during this phase, of course, you will come across with people who either understand who you are and how you work and what you do, they get blended a bit, so it's easy. There is also a hell lot of people, and again, with no, no, how you call it, it's just the natural of us that sometimes people don't understand that how you work and sometimes people don't understand uh, that that person has that much of responsibility henceforth i need to work on that so there is will be always that like you said uh, uh you know that person not that that they say oh you know i don't understand or i don't understand jason but then again you have to put it back and i always believe that if over the years and over a certain span of time if you keep doing the right way if you keep doing things with the honest you know uh, honest to yourself this is what I mean you know and if you keep doing with the right passion today tomorrow day after tomorrow people seize that understand that that listen this is this is the work this is what we do and this work is very serious no matter what platform you work no matter what company you work because the, the best thing is you work for yourself Right? Especially as a realtor, right? You work for yourself. It's not a company which you... There is, I always say, there is no difference between... And I, I, I really, really meant that. Uh, there's no difference between a developer, between working different, uh, you know, brokerage, agency. No, at the end of the day, we represent a bigger community. We represent an industry. So, connectivity, communication, understanding, these are the ones which, you know, uh, makes us different and keeps us what we keep doing it. So... You have to, you know, you have to, uh, it's not easy. You have to keep your head right. You have to keep your, I always say that keep your grind right. Focus on your grind. It will keep your mind right. You know, the moment your grind is out of your head, the mind is easy to play. You, know? you, you, you will distract yourself. So keep yourself, be honest to yourself. You know who you are. You know, Anthony, I know I love real estate, right? I love to sell somebody, like you said, something good, not cheap or expensive. But I like to sell somebody like, I treat everybody like my parents. That's the biggest grinding which you have, you know, that you put the honesty and the passion together. Then you help people. And that's the motto. Of course, you, you have, have to change everyone's life. Yes. Uh, and make sure the change is positive. Yeah. So you have to remember. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And it's like you said, there were so many uh, people, it's very easy to uh, get diverted and, uh, you know, don't find, you know, what you're doing it. But that's the important that you keep the right people. And right people, when I mean everybody's right, by the way, right people, you mean like-minded people, you know, because your mindset is, is very powerful. It's everything starts from your mind. You know, if you keep your mind right, you will also start finding like-minded people. This is a, because you're, you're really, attracting them. you're attracting, and it's energy, right? You're attracting, you know, um, you're attracting positive people because you're positive and you give that vibe, you give that energy. So if somebody has maybe going through, because you don't know the face, somebody going through something else, that person sees you, understand you, you bring them on the pot and we stay negative and then the energy just goes bigs and bigs and bigs. You know what I mean? And it's very, very important for, for everyone around us. And it has an impact on you, on yourself, on the family, on the friends, so many things. And just, it's something which I enjoy. And as you know me, you know, I'm like, you know, uh, uh, the, the being positive and keep your mindset right. It's so important, uh, especially when you cross your, you know, your kindergarten and your college days, you know. 
your college days is your exploring minds, you know, you cannot. But once you cross certain age, it's very, very important that you keep your grind and keep your mindset right. Because this is what pushes you to the next stage. And I mean, nowadays it's becoming very easy to be surrounded uh, with positive people. And even if you don't know these people, because once we're scrolling on social media, yeah. You have, I mean, okay, there's lots of fake gurus, there's lots of fake influencers, there's lots of people that will make it for the sake of the money. Yeah. They don't care about True. those people. True. But there's also lots of genuine people who are putting their content and putting them knowledge and yeah. without any money. You yeah. Know what I mean? yeah. And if you really just follow what they say, you really can make something out of yes. yourself. And some people will tell me, oh, Anthony, you know, there is nothing free in life. Yeah. Why would they do it for free? And that's why most of the people, they don't know that there's a pleasure of giving yes. more than getting. Yes. First stages in your life, all yeah. that you want is getting, 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 yes, getting. Yes, but yes. then you will start to know it's like, rather than me making this 10,000 or 100,000, yeah. if someone really will come to me and say, I've been seeing your stuff for the past year or two, right? yeah, because yeah. of you I made this, yeah. and I reached this phase in your life, yeah. I just want to say thank you, yeah. it yeah. gives you the same euphoria yeah. of closing anything. Oh yes, or even yes. better. I know, even better. I like that phase, I, I know exactly what you mean, and I always, this is so important that for, uh, you know, giving is, it's very important that more than you're taking. And I always say the giving is self-control. You can give. The taking we feel is self-control. Mm -hmm. We feel that we are taking it. Actually, we're not taking it. It's the blessings coming to your way. The more you give, and like you said, knowledge is always free, by the way. Even for somebody, knowledge is free. But you're right that now, because we are in an age with social media and so many platforms, I take it as a positive way, by the way. That where there are people who are sharing their own opinions, they are sharing their life, they are sharing their struggle. And should you be the new guy, you can always learn out of something. You can always hold yourself doing a mistake. Because that's the first thing which you wanted to do, do. That you know that person, this is the learning which I get. So there is always a way that where you learn and you connect, you collect it, mold it, and then you know you, you want it to become who you know. Everybody has an individual you know goal. But yeah, it's absolutely right that giving, giving the, the, the knowledge, whatever the way you talked about, you know, um, experience, uh, whatever the, you know, we discuss, this is very, very important. And this, this, to me, it only grows you, Anthony. You know, I always say that every single person, and in our job, because we meet so many people, right? But the client and aides and so many things, everybody have an individual story. Every, every story is very special. You have a story, somebody has a story, somebody has a story. Every story is very special. Once you go through that story, you understand the person's like a little more, right? So I don't take you as your face value. I need to know Anthony, Lebanon, a little bit of air. Once you spend your time a little bit, so I understand you more. And then the giving and taking, you know, kind of, you know, uh, works both ways. There's so much of learning we get from the other person as well. You know, and then Again, you connect with the person, energy comes in, you stay positive, you build people positive. Because when you have 20 people, 100 people, 500 positive people with you, it's, it's very different. You are changed, you know, you are driven by your right energy. So yeah, it's very, very, uh, you know, important at the same time, yeah. Tell me what was the most awkward or funniest experience you had with a client? With the client? With the client. Like something was really awkward or funny or you couldn't hold yourself or... Well, it happened to me. Well, there were a lot of, a lot of, of uh, experiences. There were tons of them. There are tons yeah. of them. But the, what's the funniest uh, moment? You know, the, uh, there was... Uh, because in our industry, have, we have a lot of, uh, you know, uh, uh, flips and uh, flops and stuff. Uh, I remember uh, back a few years before, so um, I made a big big family, big Indian family comes to my office, sit down with me, one of my agent, we explain through, we go through a lot of stuff and uh, so they, they choose the, like a property and all these things happens and uh, they kind of, uh, uh, how you call it, like, you know when you when you meet a, meet, a, meet someone, come, opens up, cleans everything, you know, you, you know, you explain everything to that person, all these things happen, right? The funniest things happened that what we figured out the next day, 
uh, and it's well in the right way to put forward that uh, so the agent has been actually chased, agent, uh, you know, chase and call the client and you know stuff like that. And, uh, what we, what he figured it out that the person we spend this one one and a half hour and with the checkbook and stuff and all these things was right on your table, right? That person is nowhere. That person was a completely dumb person, <laughs> and I just don't want to talk about the volume of the property, right? because that volume was a big volume of the property. So we had a serious meeting for one and a half hour with everything on the table. And then after two days, we figured out that that person is, is a complete dummy. And you really, really figured it out. And, uh, and funny way, the agency, the person in a different color and different uh, you know, environment. And then we sit down and we were talking about the whole, whole thing that what happened. I couldn't stop laughing. It's just because the conversation which I went with that guy, and then you understand that that was completely false. There was there was there was nothing about it, and then you feel like that. Uh, but you know, you, you were talking with me the, with the right sense of seriousness, and we are talking like serious. Like imagine you're saying that, um, uh, like Anthony, uh, you remember this uh, coffee in Central London coffee shop? I really like their coffee. I really like their coffee. Ah, when you, you know, you go through and then you understand that that person never left. So all these stories were together. It was one of the, you know, uh, we talked about this probably a month yeah. back and forth. And uh, it's, 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 to me, it's like, you know, uh, you meet people and, you know, and it's, it's funny in the sense that you laugh all the way, you know, back that how it happened. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's uh, there are many, you know. This is something which is, uh, uh, you know, it came out of no nowhere. You can't think about it, and it happened. So super funny. Yeah. yeah. So Jason, um, we all know that you have a very beautiful and active Instagram account. If you don't mind, I'm just gonna say it for the audience, for whoever would like to reach you. Whether they want to buy, whether they want to get a referral, or either they want to just ask you something else, I'm sure you can be very helpful. Sure, sure. Jason is on uh, jason.samia yeah. and Instagram, check his account, it's beautiful, it's very colorful, it's <laughs> like an international account. <laughs> and I would just like to thank you a lot for coming today, this was super fun. Thank you for sharing Same. your experience, yes. your story, your yes. knowledge. We yes. cannot get enough of you, but I'm Unfortunately, yes, we have, we have to time. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you so much, Jason. Thank you, everyone, for listening for us. I'm gonna drop all of the info below on the YouTube, and you can check it out. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you again. Thanks.